0: I never thought I would want to compete but it is something like an addiction when you start competing you just don't want to stop I realized and I f- I realized so many things from the um, competition that gives me and gains for me. I noticed so many, I discovered so many things about me with competition. For example, about my body, I always thought I would I would never lose weight. And with competition, I learned that I could even lose one. Uh, I started losing like four kilogram in a week. I thought that would be impossible for me. You know, I learned so many different formulas that works only for me and for my body. I learned my uh, capabilities. I learned how strong I can be. I learned how stronger I am compared to others. I, I just discovered my full potential with competitions. That is not just for Jiu-Jitsu, by the way, to look at different situations in life.
1: Hello and welcome. Today I'm here with Asia. Asia is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu athlete and she's also involved through AGP, Abu Dhabi Jiu-Jitsu Pro, kind of on that back end, backstage, and uh, she is head of media or media producer. What What is your role?
0: Uh, it's a social media coordinator, so as well as it includes the marketing roles for the AGP, it's all 300 events in one season.
1: Okay, so you... Everything we see on the Instagram is going through your hands, kind that's, of.
0: That's true. Every digital material that's created, it's just going through me.
1: All right. Cool. So we'll get all to that and your role, how you got there. I want to start uh, with a kind of traditional question. Sports, when you were a child, what sports did you grow up with? Did you have any, any athletic background? What, what was it like?
0: Mm-hmm. I believe... Um I was born as an athlete because I have I haven't had any year that I haven't involved in the sport but it took me some year to find my passion which is not jiu jitsu But it's a martial art as a whole. I would say that I'm a martial artist because I'm not only practicing one discipline of martial art, that is Jiu-Jitsu, that we all love, that I practice very heavily. But I came from a Taekwondo background. I'm black belt in Taekwondo. I started when I was 12. Before, 12 years old, I practiced uh, badminton, tennis and basketball. These were my early childhood hobbies but I find myself in a more um, improved position when I started martial arts which was firstly taekwondo
1: and as a 12 year old girl how a 12 year old girl will start with a taekwondo like how that happened
0: right actually it has a story Um, my mom took me to a gym and that gym had a, a downstairs like a downstairs back uh, backstage like this uh, they were doing taekwondo classes the woman in the reception told me she's too young for a gym and then they uh lead me to downstairs to practice uh, taekwondo and uh so
1: up there there was like a uh, normal com- commercial machines and correct that kind of gym correct and your mom was going there yes and they told you that you are too young to participate there yes so they took you to taekwondo exactly That's interesting <laughs> interesting uh Approach, yeah, that this is not safe. Let's bring her to a sport where the most powerful uh, kicks to the head are happening, right?
0: And I'm glad it happened. It <laughs> completely changed my life of how to look at things as a girl, as a young girl, and then it uh, came to a uh, different stages in my life. Uh, since 12 years old until 18 and started uh, university, I practiced nonstop. Uh, I competed a lot uh, back in my country, Turkey, and I reached my black belt at the age of 18. uh, And it didn't stop. After reaching a black belt, I wanted to collect more. I wanted to be a complete martial artist. So I said, I'm using my legs. Taekwondo doesn't include punches. So what's more other... Tools I have in my body that I can use, and I started learning boxing. I started learning muay thai. Then I started using my elbows. Then I started using my knees. And I, <laughs> I always wanted to be a complete artist.
1: Uh, where that came from, like that, how? Because I wouldn't say that's a standard thought process of somebody who is in very strongly involved in one sport to say like. Well, I'm missing something, I want to do something more complex, more inclusive, yeah?
0: Mm -hmm. Not every girl wants to be a princess, that was for (laughs) my case. And uh, I was always different, I have this obsession towards strength, and not just because I'm a woman, or I want to prove something, I just wanted to always discover my potential. I was also a child who was in love with Bruce Lee. I even practiced uh, nunchucks, if you know what yeah, is it is. Yeah. Uh, Two a sticks bit. with a chain. Exactly, that one. Uh, so I was very impressed by how martial arts could change people's life and the way they think, so that it led me to different areas of the sport.
1: So when when you said, uh, because Taekwondo, it has two kind of branches, right? Mm -hmm. So which one were you involved in?
0: Well, the one that was uh, fighting and the other one is called Pumse. So you are just alone. There's one individual, like you're alone. You're just doing some movements that includes 25 different movements that you are drawing a line. You're just showcasing. But the other one is a competition side that you are fighting.
1: Okay. So one is... uh, Uh, like display of the strength and techniques correct the other one is the actual competition fighting yeah you display the strength but on the opponent exactly the best that was was yours yeah yeah? that was mine yeah that was mine so you had some achievements i assume Mm -hmm. so what was the like what kind of level you reached with Um, the taekwondo
0: i competed in turkey and in turkey nationals i won a couple of uh first place and second place my biggest one was a balkan uh they took us to uh, uh i forgot the english name of it anyways try skip uh, is in turkish so i it was macedonia okay uh, okay, yeah. Macedonia. so there All was right. a competition there and uh, i got a second place in the uh, european um, like balkan tournament in taekwondo mm-hmm. and yeah that was it for the competition part of it
1: were there any times as a because 12 to 18 Mm -hmm. especially well I mean for guys as well but also for girls you just it's very transitioning time yeah so were there any times where you're like I actually want to be rather a princess <laughs> and like, fuck this shit, I, I rather want to focus on something else or you we are just full on all the time?
0: Of course, career and the university, this kind of thoughts are from our parents uh, that we need to, you know, prioritize our career and our uh, professional life. Uh, but I had I found a balance, even now, I'm finding a balance between having a job and uh, competing as an active athlete. Uh, but I always was this way. Okay, I have my diploma, I have my career, but I have my passion that I'm still doing. And mm-hmm. it's the first time that I combine all of it. I work for Jiu Jitsu, and I practice Jiu Jitsu. And Jiu Jitsu was a middle ground, I think, for me, the milestone, or
1: listen. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, uh, before we get to uh, how you started with the jiu you said there were uh, Thai books as well?
0: Take, uh, thai. Muay Thai.
1: Muay Thai, yeah. yeah. So, Muay Thai... Have you been also competing there or there was more like...
0: Um, I only did one competition in Muay Thai. It was an amateur championship, but I never liked competing for Muay Thai. I think I was a bit of more uh, afraid for getting punched to my face, but I really liked the training. I really liked practicing it, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it didn't end in Muay Thai, by the way. There was still something missing, which was, what would Asya do if she falls on the ground? Which okay. led me into grappling. And I started training MMA. And that was when things get crazy. For me. <laughs> and a lot of injury happened.
1: Oh, and really? Yes,
0: because I in, was training with a MMA, lot of yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. I was training with a lot of men. I was trying to learn a lot. Uh, it's, you know, grappling is different.
1: What age you were when you started? Uh, uh, it was actually... Like kind of time frame, like how long you were doing grappling for, then transition to MMA for okay, what so age roughly?
0: I think I started only like three years ago the first MMA. Mm -hmm. After Taekwondo, after I reached Black Belt, I started immediately to boxing and kickboxing and Muay Thai. And then after, I started like three years ago to MMA. And Mm -hmm. I'm only practicing Jiu-Jitsu for two years. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a...
1: So two, three um, years on each? Yes, correct. And then moving. (laughs) Correct, correct, correct. Nice. When... when You you said one interesting thing because I have a degree and background in self-defense mm-hmm. but like the the street kind of yeah just as functional you know poke the eyes kick the balls run away you know amazing and <laughs> I mean, that's so cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the whole thing is about prevention yeah like we were mostly mostly the whole self-defense as we were looking at it it was like when it's already physical that's not good it shouldn't be there, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the one of the paradoxes of the self-defense. You perform self-defense not to perform. You train not to perform. Yeah. Right. You said one interesting thing from this perspective. You said I started to think about what happens if they grab me, what happens if they take me down? Was there also this kind of functional self-defense at the back of your head? Like not necessarily fear of something like that happening but just that the need for being able to resolve any kind of situation mm-hmm.
0: I understand I, I I think a lot of people maybe they don't know Istanbul is a very very dangerous city I grew up there it's I spent my whole life not whole life some of my life there and I always remember carrying a pepper spray in my bag okay. I know in the self-defense that are tools involved apart from our body so when the when our body is not necessary. There were some tools. Of course, I cannot carry a knife, but (laughs) I was carrying pepper spray just Mm -hmm. in case something happens. I never used it. But yeah, I had some fears
1: about... So it was from that street perspective as well, yeah? I would say. I said
0: to myself, yeah, I need to be ready for anything that would happen in the street as a
1: girl. Okay. That's a very strong motivation, I would say. Uh, How is it with guns? There's just a side question in, uh, in Turkey, like, can you own a gun? Can you, as a private person, have a license or w- what are the rules there? I,
0: I think you need to be like a government uh, person mm-hmm. to have a, a gun. But I, what I was more scared of that, I think in Turkey, if there's danger, they would have knife and stuff. So I think that's what I would
1: be scared of. No, I, I was not asking because of the attacker, but for yourself, oh. like if you could carry a gun.
0: Yes, I cannot like carry. You
1: cannot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So well then, yeah. Pepper spray. Yeah. yeah. Have you been? Have you been training with the pepper spray? Oh, no, never. Yeah, because this is this is one thing that people are many times missing in actual practical self defense. If you have a tool, you yes. need to know how to use, use it. it because you know, like, oh, I had a pepper spray. Yeah, at the bottom of the handbag and. Yeah. you know digging it out or not ha- not having it ready is as not having it at all actually
0: yeah. when i was when i feel i'm in danger i would have a long sleeve and i would put the pepper spray right under my finger
1: that's nice Yeah, that's I already think... yeah that's already higher level of awareness yeah. nice <laughs> <laughs> wow well, very good yeah cool okay so you got to brazilian jiu-jitsu mhm is would you say like that is you said that you're looking at it as a being as complex as possible, so striking, kicking, everything needs to be involved for you mm-hmm. as a martial artist. Would you say that Jiu-Jitsu is special for you? Like it's it's more important than the others before? Like the obsession?
0: I love practicing jujitsu. I feel like it's endless, especially the use of kimono with Gi. Uh, I feel the learning is never ending. And of course, you can relate to it. The community can- makes you more involved in this. People make jokes about Jiu-Jitsu communities being like a cult, <laughs> but it's not. Um, from,
1: from outside, it might seem.
0: <laughs> that You know, a lot of people hugging each other. Uh, See you next time. And, you know, it's like... It's nice.
1: C- CrossFit similar to that? Is it? Yeah. Oh, the community like mm-hmm. uh, outsiders don't really understand it as much because they don't they're not in it, they're not involved. So they don't understand it because they only see it from outside, mm-hmm. yeah. The other thing that I would definitely say <laughs> compared to CrossFit, in jiu-jitsu it's a little bit different because there is the physical contact. Mm-hmm. Like you CrossFit in the, of course, it's better to have a team, to have people around you pushing you, mm-hmm. but you can do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu, you just need a training partners and right. variety of training partners. And, you know, you learn from each other all the time. Cross CrossFit, it's like, if you really need to, you can just do it on your own. Yeah. Right. In Jiu-Jitsu, only to a very limited degree, you can grab a chair and wrestle a chair <laughs> <laughs> or that a dog. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's how so, so special, it's, uh, Jiu-Jitsu is special for me.
1: Mm-hmm when uh, how did you get to jiu jitsu then so uh, let's let's uh backtrack injuries in mma what happened what were the injuries what was happening
0: i i thank god i never had any surgery just a lot of uh uh muscle uh injuries that That took only like two, three weeks, actually. Not a lot, just muscle injuries. Mm -hmm. But it was hard to, you know, bleeding and some injured fingers, especially in the grappling. That was a bit scary. Oh, I had a concussion. I think it was uh, the highest one. Uh, Some guy, when you train with people who don't know how to train with women or... Let's say, you know, use too much force. You come across with this kind of behaviors. He uh, he punched back of my head, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's was, even it's illegal. illegal, right? Correct, correct. It was just, he was doing a spinning, spinning um, uh, punch, I believe. So that's when it happened. It was a very bad concussion. Every time I tried to go go down and pick up a pen, uh, I would get dark.
1: Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and like was, dizzy? And... Yeah, yeah, very bad. Oh, wow. Oh, so... Did you get, like, treatment for that? Or what was the treatment oh, for that? Just rest?
0: It was resting yeah. and not looking for the screens a lot. And,
1: uh, <laughs> With your job, yeah. yeah it was fine. <laughs> <not bad. laughs> okay. Yeah. We're, when screen is life, yeah. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, okay,
1: oh, what did you study?
0: I studied international marketing. I studied. International marketing,
1: okay. And then, somehow, you got into Jiu-Jitsu... Through the less of a need to get hit to the head, yeah, <laughs> but still enjoying the grappling part of the MMA. Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: That's a, it's a very. I wouldn't say it's like very common, but many people have that have that path. Like, okay, I, I had it similar. Like, okay, this is too much. This is this MMA's too much. Yeah. That's enough. I had the experience where I, when I stopped. Uh, I got smarter for like it, it was literally impacting my brain function because we had the option to have a scholarship for a uh, good grades. And immediately as I stopped MMA, I got the scholarship every, every oh semester my yeah, before. No. Oh my God. <laughs> so it was like, I don't need a, oh a Harvard gosh. study to prove that punches to the head are not great mm-hmm. for you. Right. Okay. You got to BJJ. Mm-hmm. And you got obsessed, mm-hmm. obviously.
0: And I guess when you really love something, it just go, comes to you. Because I started jujitsu after one year I got my job that to work for Jiu Jitsu.
1: So you started before. Before AGB. You so you first did the jiu-jitsu and then you worked for them? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Correct. When when you really focused on the jiu-jitsu you had the competing in mind already.
0: I never thought I would want to compete, but it is something like an addiction. When you start competing, you just don't want to stop. I realized, and I, f- I realized so many things from the um, competition that gives me and gains for me. I noticed so many. I discovered so many things about me with competition.
1: Oh, can you? Can you elaborate on that?
0: Yes, of course. For example, about my body. I always thought I would I would never lose weight. And with competition, I learned that I could even lose one. Uh, I started losing like four kilograms in a week. I thought that would be impossible for me. You know, I learned so many different formulas that works only for me and for my body. I learned my uh, capabilities. I learned how strong I can be. I learned how stronger I am compared to others. I, I just... Discovered my full potential competitions. Mm-hmm. That is not just for jujitsu, by the way. To look at different situations in life.
1: Mm-hmm. So it has a transfer to daily life as well.
0: Correct. I think a lot of people can relate, right? Jujitsu on the mats and off the mats.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, it's it's kind of parallel to life, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening on the mats, uh, Asia? When So when did you decide that, okay, I will compete?
0: Um, In Abu Dhabi, where we live, and in UAE, let's say, um, competitions are all around. And when you're training Jiu-Jitsu, you hear from your friends from the gym, they say, oh, there's this competition, there's this competition. Even if they're a hobbyist or they compete here. Here they like to Mm -hmm. compete. So um, I just heard about the competitions. And then um, the competitions, when you start, uh, it kept
1: going. Okay, so you start to compete. What was your first experience in competition?
0: My first experience, I became a world champion.
1: Really? Yes, last year
0: and my first ever competition. Oh, that was the
1: first. I I know that you are a world champion. Mm -hmm. And that was your first competition ever. That was my
0: first competition ever.
1: And that was as a white belt? Yes, it was a white belt. As a a white belt, you came there and smashed everybody. Yeah,
0: yeah? I smashed everyone actually. (laughs) Three fights by submission, one by point. Four fights in total. Uh-huh.
1: How, how was that? How, how did you feel?
0: Every time I step on the mat for each fight, I thought that I'm not, I'm not able to do it. I never believed in myself. I never believed in myself. And every time it was like, I was winning. What's happening? <laughs> That's why competition really brought the best of me. It's the worst feeling and the best feelings combined together. I still think that November 17th, the day that I competed, was 17 um the best day ever in my life really and it's gonna happen again on november 5th 2023
1: well manifest (laughs) all right well we'll be there so
0: Mm. will you compete
1: oh no probably not i i don't like it i don't like compete i get it when people like it like mosquito yeah obsessed driven he had his first competition three weeks after starting training. He, as he said, his words. I didn't, even, I didn't even know what I was doing, and I finished second. Yeah, and he, he is got, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just, uh, I tried it. I didn't like the experience. Even when I was winning, I was just like, "Why am I even here?" Mm-hmm. I, I can train multiple times a day. I can, I enjoy training a lot, but uh, maybe it will come. Maybe it won't, I don't know. But for now I'm focusing on training and just uh yeah. just that. So it's
0: all a part of Tujusa yeah. everything.
1: Okay. Uh when you smashed it like this, mm-hmm. have you been thinking about like what's next?
0: Well I, I, you know, here in UAE, girls or guys they all start from the schools. So I was always thinking, I'm behind. I only started like one year, two years ago. And how am I going to get better? How am I going to get my black belt? I know it's not about the belt. How am I going to increase my growth faster than them? That was my question. After the World Championship, you get promoted to a new belt. So I got my blue belt after winning the World Championship last year. So today, of course, I, uh, this year, of course, my goal is to win again and get promoted to a purple belt. And maybe it's it shouldn't be the goal, Color doesn't matter, but I just want to reach the maturity of the black belt, increase my mat time. Yeah, this,
1: this is uh, exactly what you're saying. I, how I look at it is you don't necessarily want the belt. Mm-hmm. You want the capacity mm-hmm. and capability that comes with the, the with the belt. And the belt at the end will be just uh, appreciation yeah, mm-hmm. from, from your coaches. From the professors.
0: A lot of people say that when you have a new belt, you unlock new superpowers, by the way.
1: Really? Yes. Well, Did you unlock anything d- in the blue belt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, it. definitely <laughs> didn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but you probably change your perspective a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think. I think it's it like... Is. We'll see next
1: on the next belt, right? Hopefully.
0: Uh, <laughs> I will not say hopefully, I'll say certainly.
1: Yeah. It's just a matter of time anyway. Mm-hmm. If you keep going like this, for sure.
0: I train five hours in a day with an eight hour I'm, job.
1: Yes. That's what I want to get to. <laughs> <laughs> first tell me how when you are it's basically like a dream coming true, right? You are training jujitsu first year in, that's like full-on obsession. Yes. And you start to work for them. You start to in your field, which was digital digital marketing. Mm-hmm, correct. Yeah. You just got an offer or how this all happened that you start to do your profession for your passion?
0: Yes, it was. I believe that uh, things come to your way when you want so much. I came to UAE two years ago and it only happened, my life got better only after one year because I kept looking what I wanted. I didn't want to take anything random that is about digital marketing. and and And,
1: uh, What you did before?
0: I came here right after I finished university. I started oh. looking for a job in UAE. I came with a tourist visa with just my savings without the work, by the way. And then the whole one year was like finding something, trying to you know, cover my expenses, not finishing my savings. That one year was so tough. It was so tough, but things get better when you want it and when you really ask for it.
1: Nice. Oh, did you manifested it?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I lived with it. Like I lived <laughs> with it. I want. I there's something about me. I don't know. I think I'm. A, I, I believe. I believe in myself, and I really think I'm special. Like I, I. I really can do things when I put it in my mind. And last year I had my goals of the year. I checked all of it from the checkbox. So I feel like now. Now what? Now like, I. I did everything I wanted. Nice. Yeah. And it's now only the upgrading and I did everything in the base to, um, yeah, you know, start my life as a young graduate.
1: When you, when you were looking for the job, was it like you had eyes on particularly this role, this job, and you were going after it, or you were like looking for all possible opportunities and this just popped out and then you took it. How, how, how did that happen?
0: I looked for everything because I needed money. I needed to work and I need. To, I wanted to stay here. I didn't want to go back to Istanbul, Turkey. And of course, I had to look other options. Uh, there are some things came to my way, but I waited patiently and this came to my way. And I believe one of the best thing is that you talk to people about your passions and people will come to you if they hear something. So you become the point uh, where they... When they hear something they think about you.
1: So that uh, all the memes and all people making fun of people who doing jujitsu don't talk about anything else actually worked for you, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: true. I can talk about jujitsu for two or three hours. You were talking
1: about it so much that eventually people came to you with this job offer, yeah?
0: That's exactly how it happened. (laughs) That's so cool.
1: That's so cool. Thanks God. Nice. So okay, uh you just AGP comes and they appoint you as a, one, one more time, what is your role? How, what do I, you?
0: I do so many things. So you can okay. say digital media coordinator or media okay, coordinator, coordinator yeah.
1: marketing. Okay. I just don't want to call it some, something, but it's... Yeah, uh, uh, yeah what I'm not ahead.
0: head. There are more people above me.
1: <laughs> For now.
0: <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, who does the job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> what, your, what is your role? like okay we we know what the title is but mm-hmm. what your role actually is what you do on a daily basis
0: um, the role of AGP, apart from being the event management sport uh, company, it's to contribute to sport of Jiu-Jitsu. Actually, that's why in one season organizing 300 events in more than 100 cities and 65 countries, right numbers, by the way, yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not
1: easy. And, that's uh, insane. That's insane. 300 events. Correct, in one a- season. 100 cities. Mm-hmm. 65 countries. Correct. 65 countries. Correct.
0: That's Correct. crazy. That is. So it's like bringing jiu everywhere that is uh, accessible uh, to, to the practitioners and um, to change their life.
1: Oh, on the technical part, uh, how you... I, I know that's not probably necessarily your role. Uh, how does it work? Like, let's say you want to organize or AGP wants to organize something in Istanbul, mm-hmm. yeah? do they approach somebody or do they just like come with all their stuff and they do everything themselves? Uh, how does this work?
0: Yes, we actually don't go ourselves. We have the representatives there that we trust, that we work for years. I mean, they, uh, the technical side. So they appoint to AGP that, that are, they are going through some, uh, of course, some checklists and everything. So they organize the event for us there.
1: Okay, so it's kind of outsourced, yes, to a degree.
0: Yes, but not a random person can come and do it. There are certain person does it for years now. Mm
1: -hmm. It's like, oh, so is there theoretically? Is there a way that you could bring it to, let's say, Slovakia? Because I I there is no in Slovakia. I don't think so. I know there is uh, some happening in Prague Mm -hmm. and definitely Vienna. Mm -hmm. These are the closest yeah austria but uh, i don't think there are some in slovakia or at least i haven't seen any events because uh, prague and especially vienna like it's not far it's yeah, it's correct. couple of hours so
0: slovenia happened but slovakia i was slovenia
1: sure. is far on the map yes. on the map that doesn't bother us yes, yes, <laughs> I understand. vienna's way closer than um, I understand. slovakia
0: yeah i think that that there should be some appointment
1: coming Oh, okay, well, we will, we'll, <laughs> we'll stay on not? our toes. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, 300 events, all that, and you are coordinator of the social media marketing?
0: Correct. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of events happening and they have to be on the, let's say, on the news, on the social media, Twitters, to show Abu Dhabi and uh, the... Events uh, itself promote athletes to show the jiu- growth of jujitsu and this kind of things. Actually, that
1: oh, we we still didn't clarify it because there might be people who do, uh, who don't know what we are actually talking about. The events means competitions. Correct. Correct. Do you correct. do something else than competitions? No, just competitions. It's just competitions. Just All competitions. the events are jujitsu competitions.
0: That's true. But mm-hmm. it's a very good question that you know could be something for us. Mm. not just events maybe yeah, yeah. The, uh, sorry not just competition maybe events usually
1: related events seminars right
0: we don't do that maybe mm. we can
1: not yet <laughs> you can bring it up and then you will become <laughs> the boss. you know <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you yeah. will just believe in it uh okay when so you you have to kind of organize all the you know, the media stuff, what does it, what does it mean? Like you, I guess you are not creating the content. You have a team for that. Yes, we have yeah. video,
0: videographers, editors, photographers that they archive the materials or they capture the materials during the competitions. And from outside events, we. I am the one who receives and collects the materials and then I send it to them. I create content calendars to be what posted, uh, which big events we have, which big athletes is going there. Of course, being the Jiu-Jitsu athlete helps me with this part because I know which movement or I know which athlete it is trending, so I'm the one who's writing the captions about it, or writing, oh, you know. Nice. Uh, I like commentating. By the way, I never did, but I, it's the only chance I have to commentate about the fight under captions, and it's all my chance to write about it.
1: So all yeah. the AGP posts yes. we can see on the Instagram mm-hmm. where there is move, moves, transition, whatever, whatever, correct. a clip from the fight correct, of correct. individual fighters. And the whole caption that's you uh, we,
0: we i have someone who ha- helps me my colleague sometimes mm-hmm. she does it but mostly i i oversee it i mean oh, i see
1: it nice okay so just just to put it into perspective from my personal experience which blew my mind yeah oh mm-hmm. uh, the last competition that was here in dubai i participated uh-huh. and. Don't uh, tell
0: me something bad happened. No, no, oh.
1: no. It was it was mind blowing, but not mm. in a in a. I wasn't the
0: there, by the way. That's okay.
1: <sighs> ah, okay. You were, you were. I was in
0: Brazil for the another.
1: Oh yeah, show. of course. Yeah, <laughs> you're everywhere. <laughs> so uh, nothing bad happened. What happened was that, I think my fight was, I, I can't tell around two two thirty. By the time, I went for my weight-ins for the next day because I was mm. also competing the following day which was at five, so within two, two and a half hours, maybe mm. three hours, I suddenly I was approached by a media guy, one mm. of you, and he was like, hey, hey, bro, look at this. Have you seen this? I was like, when you, when you win tomorrow, just like, you know, put your hands up and we'll make another video. I was like, what, what another video? And I was already, there was already cut it, my fight on the AGP page, Wow. By the time I was waiting in for the next day within two hours it was already out. Oh wow,
0: very fast, right? Yeah,
1: very fast. I was like, what? And there was you know, there was intro, there was all the graphics, all the design, all that and, and I was I was like, what? <laughs> oh <laughs> what my is God. happening right now? You know? You didn't and, even know. Yeah, and it was I, I didn't consider even the fight for me, it wasn't like necessarily super interesting or anything, but the way they made it look. Yeah. Was amazing. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know like
0: AGP yeah. wants to shine the stars. They they want to give people the competitors a spotlight. I think I'm happy that they did it. I know it not every time it's possible because it's so many athletes fighting in the same day sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's seven so seven high. mats usually at the same time. Yeah. So that's seven Very fights high. at the same time. And you always like there is always coverage, there is yeah. always all these obviously the top names, mm-hmm. right? coming on the top they have their highlights I mean I was blown away how well Aww, it was organized thank you
0: team <laughs> thank you
1: that's great Amazing, feedback really. for us and uh, and I, I'm i definitely not the only one who had a similar experience right and especially when there are already names that you are focusing on mm-hmm. because you you know them yes yeah? some some high black belts uh, mm-hmm. world champions and you always follow them there are interviews and, yeah. and all that I mean it's not only that the production is high quality, but the speed of it—that's mind oh, blowing. Thank you
0: so much. It's the videographer <laughs> and editors who does this, you know, collaboration among each other. Because if someone is shooting, they need to give him the instruction for the editor uh, to show the card. It's hard work.
1: Yeah. yeah well, that's. Uh, I I don't even know how hard it is, but it mm-hmm. still blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you for the feedback. Uh, so you doing all this, mm-hmm. you coordinating these teams. Mm-hmm obviously you probably like it a lot yeah
0: yeah i love it <laughs> it's very tiring it's very tiring but it's good
1: do you participate obviously you can't participate when there is multiple events on a weekend across the whole globe Correct. everywhere but do you do you participate on the locally organized in person
0: i participate in uae but I, uh, they take me to travel to the big events. For example, Grand Slam, maybe you heard it. Yeah. Grand Slam, Miami, I'm traveling on September and there's going to be Tokyo, there's going to be UK, uh, London, uh, Rio again. So I travel to the big events because these big events are prime events of AGP and I'm the only media person that goes there to do the live coverage. Okay. So, but I participate in UAE. I ask for my boss for this, actually, please. So my uh, colleagues covers me. Thanks to them that it, they made it possible for me. And if they wouldn't make it, so still you my compete. job, you know, still my job. When they yeah. let me do this, they treat me like a professional athlete, and also a good employee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: nice. So you, even though your media team is running full on clock. Yes, thanks event, to all of them. You can still have your mind space on the right, yes. right place to compete. Yes, that's that's very nice. That. That's very nice.
0: That they made it possible. You know, it's very important for me.
1: Can you kind of clarify? Uh, and this is not just people who have no idea, this is also for me, I have kind of idea, but I still I'm a little bit lost in mm-hmm. what kind of events? You mentioned Grand Slam, so what is mm-hmm. the hierarchy there and what kind of events do you run?
0: So the Dubai that you joined is uh, was an international, Dubai International. Yes. So there are levels of events there is international, there is national, there is regional, there is continental, these comes with different uh, numbers that points of numbers that you gain, that adds up to your ranking but there are also grand slam which we call like a prime event of agp that tours the world in prime locations and it's only purple brown and black but the international national that they all have the levels they
1: have all the okay so
0: the ones that you experience is uh, for all belts except
1: white belts i think yes, yes it's, yeah. yeah so it's blue up
0: yeah mm-hmm, blue and up
1: and uh so, what would be a difference between international and continental? For it, example, it's the just the points, d- point, you gain? Point, okay? Point. Okay. So it's kind of like exclusivity or how lucrative the event is to to participate to gain the points.
0: Yes, a lot of people follow the rankings, so the points that they earn is very important for them because AGP gives them an end of season awards, which is a very good uh, award, like a cash prizes and everything. Mm-hmm. So also when you compete for World Pro, which is the season finale, and you get to be in a better bracket, maybe you will do less fights based because you have the points. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. So also for me. So the more more points, more experience. Uh, athlete you are the kind of better treated you are. Let's exactly. Say. Yeah? It's okay. normal. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
0: normal. All right. Does it does it clarify you? Yeah, is yeah, yeah, it? sure.
1: So and just to just to explain it, the points you you have different amount of points for obviously winning, being second, Correct. Yeah? Correct. but also for participating Correct. you get some points. Exactly. For how many fights you win, you get exactly. points based on that. Exactly. And there is a worldwide ranking Correct. based on I believe it's country, continent, Correct. and the worldwide. It's you just, know it. Well, I just seen my profile. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's you very know? nice, like, actually. Yeah.
0: You're probably because number can- one in uh, your country. I
1: don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm the only in my category, so <laughs> it's <Maybe>. more likely <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> within, within the AGP. So, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, you kind of, like, AGP, kind of like, they created this system, mm-hmm. Right for correct for it it's, it's it's their ranking their system and yeah it's it's gaining a lot of popularity right
0: yeah hopefully it will only grow because that number of events i don't know which company is in 65 more uh countries it's very hard to carry it and trust i would
1: say crossfit is <laughs> yeah because they the biggest competition, and I believe, it's still mm. to this day the biggest competition ever. Is the CrossFit Open because it's online, so anybody can participate. Oh, wow! Yeah, you you just record yourself how you do certain workout based on certain standards. You have accredited judge, and therefore, I don't want to say some stupid shit. I can I can Google it, but uh, participation is like hundreds of thousand people mm-hmm. for the for the CrossFit Games Open. Yeah, so. It's like I know that they were promoting it as a the biggest sport event wow. in in the world because it's online, so it's easier, right? Obviously, oh, but <laughs> and it's then, so cool. Yeah, and then people at the top of their regions progress further and further and so on. Now, this was all like history and work. Uh-huh. So now let's go into how can you <laughs> manage what you do. nine to five at work because you do work from home no i go to the office you 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 have the office yeah Mm -hmm. so nine to five in the office Mm -hmm. and you train five hours a day yeah so let's let's first go we'll go step by step first let's describe the training how it looks like what are the sessions about so on and then we'll go nutrition and so on
0: Okay. Firstly, I wake up 6 a.m. every day and um, I work from 8 to 4. Okay. Uh, It's fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, in my break or before work, I do my gym workouts, like my lifting, uh, my strength and conditioning. After work, like... Okay, okay,
1: okay. Stop. What do you do there? I mean, if it's not a secret. No, it's not a secret. I, I, I want to, like go into as many details okay. as possible okay is it more like a bodybuilding powerlifting what Power kind lifting. of lifting powerlifting
0: Overli- i think it's powerlifting uh i started working with a very f- it's a famous coach in UAE, by the way jean Paolo paulo i'm sorry if the pronunciation is bad <laughs> coach <laughs> Um, he's I, amazing i guess it's french he's brazilian oh brazilian yeah. okay but okay Anyways, he is a Black-Belgish athlete and he takes care of a lot of teams here and a lot of good athletes. Like, he's a coach of Diego Baby Shark also. Uh, like, a, a lot of, also Zayed's coach, Zayed Al-Katiri. And we started working together. He gave, he measured me. I gave him my RPMs of each, uh, ma- my maximum uh, repetitions, sorry, my maximum weight for the um Movements mm-hmm. like a squat, deadlift. Yeah, like what one rep max is? Yes. Like,
1: what what's your one rep max for uh, Can I uh, say certain it? movements? Oh,
0: okay, so for example, yeah. for uh, back squat, it was like uh, eighty-two kilogram one yeah. rep.
1: So for one rep max. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, and you
1: measured that. Yes like you you, I was in you the tested gym. yourself Yeah, okay. uh,
0: my uh, the gym they helped me spotting me mm-hmm. and I put the numbers and then he created a program for me and those uh less than my rep I do four times sorry four reps six times for example back squat now 66 kilo I do four times 6 Four reps, six times.
1: Yeah, six times four Uh at uh, certain percentages. Then
0: I switch to uh, bench press. I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. After bench press, I move to deadlift. After deadlift, I move to weighted chin-ups.
1: That's in one day? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, that's uh, basically whole powerlifting (laughs) in one day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do it three times Uh, in a week. And one day is the mobility
1: so and you said chin-ups and then some accessories or weighted chin-up, weighted chin-up. Yeah, and then that's it. That's it. Well, that's four. Four. Very four. Tough. taxing exercises. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Six times four. Nice.
0: Yeah. He told me that I will reach my full potential uh, on on the world pro time. So we will. We are doing strength now, mm-hmm. and then I think he will change it to negative. You know, I don't know what's the name, but like. You push and then you come back, like this thing.
1: Okay, yeah, you know yeah. So more, more explosive, yeah, biometric, explosive. and then... Okay.
0: Isometric, he said something Isometric,
1: magnetic. it's a holding. Yeah. Like yeah. holds, yeah. isometric are holds. So yeah. we
0: will keep changing our
1: program. So um, you don't really... Uh, so this program, you basically follow what he gives you. You don't yes. really... You don't have to think about it. It's just, yes. okay, this is written, I yes. go, I do it. Yes,
0: and I 100% mm-hmm. trust him. I'm going to be
1: so strong. Uh, do you have I some deloads? To. Do you have some deload week? like deload. okay, Like oh. out of nowhere. Well, out of nowhere. It's not out of nowhere, but you'll <laughs> get for a week a little bit lighter so your nervous system can recover. I don't you don't
0: yet. No. <laughs> no, we don't have. Okay. I think it's just going to change the program. Yeah. We will see after. Yeah. yeah Did yeah. you see my video? No, you didn't. It's okay. It's I posted fun. my training, one training session. With I've, the se- way, I've
1: awesome. seen your chin-ups. I've seen the chin-ups. I remember yeah, chin-ups. And yeah. uh, probably I've seen the whole thing. I just... Mm-hmm. Uh, the chin-ups... I think they were bad, right?
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why. Uh,
1: I won't comment on that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, They're so they were, they were not bad. So uh, but so they are They were heavy. Yeah. They were very heavy. Yeah.
0: Hopefully I'll be big on November. 55 <laughs> <laughs> kilo, but big.
1: <laughs> Strong. Strong. Strong as shit. Strong, yeah. Okay, so... You do heavy powerlifting, yes. Morning, yes. It pumps you up, huh? It does in the morning.
0: <laughs> it does. I go to work very yeah. uh, angry. Well, so that's three times mm-hmm. a week. Yes. Correct. Then you have
1: mobility, uh, also one day. One of the one of the days, and then the rest.
0: And uh, I, I rest sometimes. Oh, there is
1: a rest. Yes. Okay. There
0: is rest two days. Sometimes mm-hmm. one
1: day, by the way, because I do open mat
0: after work finishes. No, no. Huh. I
1: mean for your AM se- like this mo- oh, early yeah. morning session, yes. like if you it finishes. that's. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's it. I follow what he says. So one day, uh, one day a week you get to sleep a little bit longer or yeah, not? I yeah,
0: I do. I do. <laughs> I do, I guess. Uh, huh. Yeah. Okay. And after work? No, then you go to work. Yes. And then you... Then after work finishes, mm-hmm. I go to training. Yeah. I train in commando group now. Have you heard about that? Yes. Okay. And uh, we have an amazing team amazing team. I love the team. We do drilling sessions from 5 to 6.30. From 6.30 until 8.30, we do our regular training. That includes, again, drilling specific and sparring. And then we have an amazing professor, Hibamar. Hibamar Santiago, maybe you know him. He is a genius. We have jiu talks he is just, after the training finishes, he talks, he explains. He's a magician. He connects everything in the end of the training. Also, I ask my questions. It's just, it just completes everything. Mm-hmm.
1: So you have Q&A's basically on, uh, exactly. on a daily basis. Yes. When you say that you do, let's just break down the, how, how the structure of the training goes. When you say you do drilling, how does it look like?
0: Either we have one guard and we have the uh, sweeps from it, like free drilling.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: put the timer for minutes, free drill, the guy on top or the guy you want to pass, you, you want to pass or you want to play guard. You keep switching in that round of yours. The person, if you want, gives you resistance or puts in other positions for you and you just practice your sweep or practice your passing. Or sometimes one of... Let's say Zayat. Zayat tells us uh, discard. We will practice Cobra guard. He puts, he does it for us, and then we do it, changing with the, our partner.
1: And uh, when you say you do it and changing, is there some resistance, or this just to know the? know the position or is it more like a specific training where Mm -hmm. you start in a certain position but you go full on or how does it look like
0: uh you can communicate with your partner your Mm -hmm. because it's without a coach we just do it for our initiative okay so zayat is a black belt of course he is a coach there but it's not for the recourse you know it's just for us to uh, do with our own pace extras Yes, it's, it's just before <laughs> yeah. the training, we warm up like this. Our training starts like 6.30, we are there, 5 p.m. sharp, we start and we just
1: drill what we want to How do. How many people are coming like this? Drilling session? Drill, yeah.
0: It's like five, six people. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, all my training partners are like amazing people that are...
1: Do, do you train with mostly guys or guys. you have some girls?
0: There's only one girl in the training. Sometimes really? Sometimes she comes, sometimes she doesn't come. <laughs> It's sometimes hard, especially in the sparring. Sometimes all lightweights pick each other and I stay there. And then sometimes I have to go with a heavy guy. Okay, I'm ready, but I go. I don't want to sit. I don't want to sit on the mat and wait for it. Yeah. Sometimes rejection happens because you're a girl. Sometimes maybe you're a lower belt. I don't know. People have objectives on the mat. It
1: oh, I, got, I got rejected and I'm like, uh, you know, tall. Not light male, and I still mm-hmm. get rejected. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it happens. It happens, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: But still, uh, I'm not afraid of anyone. I'll go. I get I, smashed, but I. I, I would
1: g- never dare to suggest that you are afraid of no. anyone.
0: <laughs> I fall nine, I get up 10. I mean, that's a catchphrase.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do these drills of. <laughs> whatever positions you want to drill yes. with the partner yes. intensity is kind of up to you yes. and the partner whatever you want to exactly work on and then the main training it's like a classic class correct. i assume yeah correct. where correct. you have you break down some technique correct then you
0: we let's say we break down lasso guard we have different positions of lasso guard a deep lasso shallow lasso or baby lasso so if you are familiar with the terms, yeah, yeah. you have the different sweeps, sometimes different reactions that your opponents may give you, so we discover the whole guard maybe for a month like this, so we yeah. know what reaction so we're not just learning one sweep from it and yeah,
1: it's so it's not passive. exactly like it's not one technique from one position but actually knowing the whole yeah, spectrum of scenarios that can that can yeah. happen from there
0: yeah, and that's the best part of our trainings in our
1: group and then you go for training from there with a resistance? Yes, So specific.
0: uh And so the the training partners tries to pass when I have the guard. How much can I hold this guard or can I sweep that guard from that guard to that person? Which position I end up to? There's millions of possibilities. So learning the reactions as well in the
1: actual real time. Exactly. And then sparrings.
0: And sparrings. Sometimes (laughs) four or five rounds, by the way. Yeah, after specific... It's tough, but it's good. It's amazing.
1: Okay, then you go home. What time are you at the bed?
0: I finish like 8.30. I'm home in 10 minutes. By the way, my house is here. My training is here. My work is here. Everything is in a triangle that is only 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes to each other.
1: Efficiency is the key, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: And, and I go to home. If I meal prepped earlier, I will. I mean, I will eat. I like to eat before sleeping by the way. I like it. I don't have any other time. So that's why social life is a bit difficult and challenging for me at a very I feel like I have two jobs. You understand me that I train like a professional athlete and I have my own job. So that's why I feel like I work mm-hmm. in two jobs. But it's is rewarding. I don't make money from jujitsu, by the way, like from competing.
1: Yeah. Well, not many. there is very few people in the yeah. world who do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at, at least where is it? where is it right now? Yeah. okay Uh, you already touched on it so let's explore uh let's go to food like how do you fuel all this because Mm -hmm. if we count it right it's really four to five hours of training a day yes so when in this schedule do you eat what do you eat how do you make sure you have enough protein you know like what what is your nutrition like
0: Mm -hmm. um Maybe I should have had a professional support, but I have never did. During the COVID times, I developed that I really like cooking and I got into a lot of healthy cooking. Now I don't have sugar in my house. I barely use flour. I cannot even use oil. So a lot of things are eliminated in my kitchen. I barely eat outside. I barely eat fried things. I eat very, very healthy. I just have a sweet tooth. Sometimes it's a bit difficult to control it i I like to eat sweet things and uh, i prefer to cook my own food i think it's very easy to do it in our like with the tools that we have like an air fryer um i have my protein bases that i choose for breakfast lunch and dinner and i have the sides like salads and
1: the carbohydrates and stuff like that so i assume you eat breakfast after the gym correct not before correct yeah correct. and then lunch obviously at work mm-hmm. and the uh, dinner is after i come back after it, after you come back yes. so three meals a day
0: yes three i, meals I a have day. snacks like for example sometimes i cook an oat uh, oat bar or i eat fruits yogurt granola like these things as a snack i count them as a snack cuz before the before so. <laughs> jiu i feel like i need to eat something mm-hmm. like this
1: uh, do you count your macros, count your calories, count at least amount of protein, or you just go by feel?
0: I count the protein only.
1: Protein so only. Like I
0: try to reach nice. like more than 100, 110. And
1: you are 50?
0: Currently I'm 57, 5? 58 maybe. Okay. So my fighting weight is 55. Mm-hmm. I try to eat 110 like this. So I use protein powder also, mm-hmm. one meal. Uh, should I explain my food or... Yeah, everything.
1: everything. <laughs> you
0: really want to know? Yeah, everything.
1: <laughs> of, of course, I want to know.
0: Okay. So in the mornings, I prefer, after the gym, I prefer to have like a oat, oats with me. Like I eat oats, uh, frozen berries, chaya seeds and uh, peanut butter. I eat it oh, without protein, by the way. Like there's no protein in it
1: there is... Uh, uh, there you, is protein. There's protein. No, yeah, you, I don't put no powder. protein powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, t- yeah. no in powder. the morning,
0: I don't put it. And then in the lunchtime, I usually eat... L- I double the protein for the lunch, by the way, so I can compensate the morning. Uh, I eat maybe 60 gram of protein in... Uh, Lunch, Uh, I eat chicken breasts or minced beef. I feel like minced beef is very good, so I can uh, use a lot of vegetables. I can hide it inside, and it becomes a voluminous eating. I think for me and for my body, voluminous eating is amazing because the more I eat, it's the the more I chew, I feel more full, and I eat, eat either pasta. I don't eliminate myself too much. I really don't. I just don't eat too much bread. I don't eat bakery stuff too much.
1: But pasta? Pasta, pasta you eat. I eat pasta.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I eat pasta, rice. I, eat, I like to eat salads. Uh,
1: and what would the lunch look like then? Oh, sorry, huh. dinner.
0: Huh. Dinner, for example, because in the morning I didn't eat eggs, I like to eat eggs at night. And I heard this, maybe it's from the ear, uh, eggs help uh, you speed up your metabolism in the, when you go to bed, when you're sleeping. They say that. Well, I'm not sure, maybe it's not right.
1: I, I'm not sure about that. However, for me, protein before bed is the best, right? best choice for sure. So, like always, yeah. Yes. I have I have a protein shake as a second dinner mm-hmm. when right basically right before bed. Yes. With the milk, so yes. it's a it's good thick volume. <laughs> yeah.
0: I eat eggs and I eat cream cheese with it. I eat a lot of cheese also, and. If the snacks, usually with yogurt, mm-hmm. I put protein powder inside a yogurt and I mix it. Mm-hmm. It becomes a base. And on, on top of it, sometimes I put kernel, a little bit chocolate, seeds, uh, nuts like this. I have like a full everything in one day.
1: What kind of protein powder do you use?
0: Uh, I use whey.
1: Yeah. what Whey isolate or concentrate? I, I, Iso. 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 Okay. Okay. Cool. Some chocolate.
0: I like vanilla because vanilla. I mix it with. Uh... You
1: already have a chocolate with. The... <laughs> I mix it with yogurt.
0: I like. Okay. I like
1: it. Uh, I want to ask something now. It uh, I blanked out. Anyway, uh, hydration. Uh-huh. Uh, do you do you drink some BCAAs? Do you drink some electrolytes? Because like just, okay, we are in D- Dubai, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> like it's pretty hot here. Even you're not spending the time outside. Mm-hmm. Even spending time in the environment with a lot of AC is, de- is dehydrating. Yes. So a lot. how do you how do you get all the fluids in?
0: I probably drink like four liters in a day. I have this big two-liter pink uh, bottle mm-hmm. that I carry it everywhere. I like to drink from it. I don't know why. I find it as a good thing instead of the use of plastic bottles. I feel the taste is better. I don't know how.
1: Is it metal or no? Is it Mika, plastic as well? Like,
0: like the, Yeah. Okay. I think it's plastic maybe. Okay. Uh, it's in my bag, by the way. It comes with me everywhere. So let's say three to four liters every day. I use BCA. I, lo- I even use creatine sometimes when I do heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if there's going to be a very hard sparring, I use C4. I have all the vitamins. I take the vitamins. Okay. Like three- uh,
1: in the supplement? Yes. Yeah. You have some like a vitamin complex? Yes. Yeah. Vitamin D are you taking?
0: I don't know if it's... Do, do I? Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay.
1: And uh, so C4 for... Do you drink coffee?
0: I love coffee, yeah. Okay. If I have... If I'm taking C4, I'm trying not to drink a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But sometimes C4 doesn't even affect me. <laughs>
1: Okay, Uh, that usually happens when there is like a chronic overuse, which I don't expect, Yeah, yeah, I I don't think you you have it too much, but uh, when you do coffee, Mm -hmm. do you have some limit, like I can't have coffee after this time, or do you limit it?
0: I don't have a limit, but I try to drink more, more, not more than two cups. Okay, but
1: you don't mind even later in the day?
0: No, I can sleep.
1: Yeah, you can sleep. Okay. It maybe it's and not good, but I drink. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to like the coffee has a half time of degradation eight to twelve hours. So if you have a cup of coffee at four plus eight hours uh-huh. at twelve, okay, you still have amount of caffeine from half a cup. Cof- yeah. Half a cup. So. Okay. Even though, and I had I had this discussion so many times, even recently with some guys at the in a club BJJ, mm-hmm. I was like because they were before the they were drinking coffee right before the uh, evening class, you know. Okay. It's like I will fall asleep because I'll be so tired. It's like yeah, but it compromises the quality of the sleep. Oh really? Yeah, the deep sleep is compromised completely. So yes. If you're very tired, you'll fall asleep. It doesn't mean that your recovery processes are oh. going as smoothly as they could. I will yeah?
0: take this advice. Well, please Thank do. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> so, like, I have, this, I have this rule for myself. No coffee, no earlier than 90 to minutes to two hours after waking up. Because there's another different reasons how it interacts with cortisol and it can throw you off and then you're crashing afternoon. So first thing in the morning, coffee, that's very bad for (gasps) you. That's very bad. Rather delay it uh, for, in your case, after the training. Yeah. So one, one and a half hour after waking up and then Mm -hmm. 10, ideally 12 hours before bedtime your last coffee. Mm-hmm. And if you follow this, you will actually find out that your coffee window is anywhere between 8 to 12. Mm-hmm. And even if you have two or three cups it's or okay. two or three espressos, it's still okay. okay. Or or at least you're eliminating the negative effect of it and you still have coffee and you can still enjoy it. You just don't overdo it. That's you know? amazing. Or later, if you really want coffee, for the taste of it, just have decaf. decaf. Yeah there is still some caffeine but it's way way less yeah there is roughly 75 milligrams in one espresso 120 maybe in Americano milligrams of caffeine but only five in uh, decaf mm-hmm. yeah compared to 120 that's a significant yes. decrease so
0: thank you for this advice for sure <laughs> well for if, if it
1: can help you uh, sleep better it's really yeah. worth it especially with this load so overall, what time do you hit the bed?
0: I try not later than 11. Of course, 10 is ideal. Like I come home at nine, finish very quick to shower and just get prepared. 10, 30, 11 is good to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not much time, unfortunately, but that's the life we choose.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. It's People you, live you their do do choices. Because, yeah, you, you do it. As, as you said before, like not, not much of a sh- social life these evenings. Well, but... You have the social life at the BJJ and it's your choice. You don't have to do it. It's just what you want to do. So it's very, very cool. Like this this is, yeah, like it's very inspiring, right? Because then you have people who have similar timing at the job, but they'll say they don't have time for training. Right. And you train five hours a day, (laughs) you know? So like there is always a way. Yeah. if, if, If you want. Yeah. When, uh, wait, how, how your weekends looks like? Like, are you cutting back on the training a little bit? Of course, yeah?
0: especially uh, Saturdays, I try not to train. Sundays, if I want, I go to an open mat. Open mats are cool. Still, 10 rounds, but at least I do it in the morning when I have my sleep and uh, I don't have a work. Uh, weekends, I try to just sleep, stay home, do grocery, clean, like... The things Ketchup. that I wouldn't do in a weekday, I couldn't do. I'd yeah. see my friends, I don't know, go to Dubai. Abu Dhabi is boring, but it's good.
1: Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you train this morning?
0: No, I was going to go, but I said, I want to look pretty for the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, uh.
0: The time span is short. If I train in Hojir see, it's like 10 a.m., I will be done, like it's compromising my sleep also if,
1: so, if you would go there we would meet each other Yeah. you went yeah I was there yeah. nice Mosquito went oh uh, he's still traveling oh, he's still there but he, he'll be coming this week I think he's coming tomorrow so. yeah uh, there was a couple of us but it was good, nice. it was good. no girls but it's oh, fine Sheena didn't come oh actually yes okay. she was there but uh, I there's Natalie only, only over I overlapped for her only for a couple of minutes that's mm. why uh, yeah, there's a couple of them, but uh, today was uh, a little bit more quiet for this I see. for this open. Cool. So, what is the vision? Vision. Yeah.
0: Vision. Vision for me.
1: Yeah. Huh. As for for your uh, athletic career, obviously winning this year's uh, yes. blue belt championship. Yeah, that's yes. a given. <laughs> that's what you focus on.
0: Yes, I want to be. Not the, not the first champion, but I want to be the best champion. Like, I, I want to be an ex- example. I want to be an example, and I want to help people. Like, I want to help people with say as much as I could. I already accomplished different things this year, and I feel very happy when I think about it. With my reach, I don't have a big reach, but I, let, I helped four or five people to have a job this year. And I feel like this is my biggest achievement so far. How? Um, I have a lot of uh, network about Jujitsu people in UAE and uh, and where I work. There are different projects, not just AGP, by the way. There are different projects and there are some openings about YouTube too, about management, Mm -hmm. things like that. I talk to people and they do interviews and they were very successful. So they they started working and it's just four or five people now so far. Nice. And I feel like I don't have a lot of followers, but I... So you're changing lives. Yeah. I think this is my purpose and my vision. Change my own life, change the people around me, be good, healthy, healthy, healthy. And that's it. Like be happy. I'm very happy in general. Like I yes. try not to complain, not to feel sad, to avoid negativity. I still am fixing a lot of personal things in my in my personal development things. But Jujutsu helps. Good mentality helps, positivity helps. I try to avoid all the negativity.
1: What That's keeps it. you going when you because Yeah. Not every day you feel like training. Yeah. Not every day you feel like, you know, the sunshine, rainbow, let's smash it, right? Obviously, yeah. that, that's not possible. Many people who have a hard time coming to the gym, changing, it doesn't matter if it's jujitsu or fitness or whatever it is, CrossFit, just, uh, they have a some, somewhat fixed idea that, oh yeah, it's easy for you because you like it or it's easy for you because you just, enjoy it and you look like you enjoy it well you usually enjoy it after <laughs> because you're happy that you, you went Correct. and you did it Correct. that doesn't mean you're hating it yeah. by being there but that also doesn't mean that every day feels a hundred percent yeah yes. what keeps you going because it's not only motivation right yeah. when you really really don't want to do what will like kick you in mm-hmm. to keep going
0: i have a uh, a teammate i think people around you really also affects you his name is karim he's always always motivating me since the first time that i started jiu-jitsu like the way that he goes he always tells me the things that helps me to go i think people around you your circle helps you a lot and of course i know what you said Uh, motivation is not always there but what takes you there is the consistency that the discipline and i all of this to the 12 years old Asya, I think she's been consistent. She's been disciplined. She closed her ears for and just looked straight, just because she likes to do it, and that became a lifestyle
1: that I cannot give up. Do you think, even in later age, and this is just for your personal of opinion, course. you have a lot of people, athletes around you. You follow the top athletes, so you can yes. write the posts right around. So. Do you think this is something that can be developed even in later age, that kind of discipline? Because you said you owe it to your 12-year-old self before because it was ingrained from the childhood. Do you think it can be still developed in a later age when people want to do some change? And what, what, what would it take? What do you think it takes?
0: I really think you can be anything you want. You can, you can, I think it can be developed as you, as we said that discipline is the one that uh, helps this equation. Um, I think if you really want it and put your eye to it, it can be developed. I don't think it's about age. Of course, when we get older, there's more different independent and dependent variables. But uh, I don't think that's an excuse. I don't think that's an excuse. Yes. Because when we have a goal that is cleared there and you know the path, you only know that. And you know what people, what it said, it's the path that it's only yours. It's not with others. It's only yours, right? We live in our own time zones.
1: Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like to share?
0: I think that, um, I have a quote in my head. I really think that obsession beats talent. I really think that like I'm so obsessed with things that I have the things that I do and it really beats the change, change the gap between the people who've been practicing jiu-jitsu for maybe like 10 years. So I feel like okay, I was left I I am left behind, but I still I, I I'm more obsessed than them. I can I can do better. I have a bigger heart cuz I'm I'm born to fight. I feel like I'm a I'm a complete fighter. Maybe not the best in jiu-jitsu, maybe, but I if you put me out there, I know I will do with all my heart because I can, because I will, because I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. So that's your message, yeah? Obsession beats talent.
0: Obsession beats talent every 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 time.
1: Every time. <laughs> and, and then there are people who are talented and obsessed as well. Yeah. And that's unstoppable. Uh, I, guess,
0: I, guess. <laughs> I guess that's it. That's it. I don't know if I'm talented. Maybe I am, but yeah.
1: Yeah, probably, yes. With all the background... As you said, like you're a born fighter. There's something, something special in your mm-hmm. attitude and drive that will always keeps you going. So yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>